Jan and Willem were desperate to get across. They knew in their hearts that that was the crystal. Why don't we do what that bird did, said Willem. Why don't we step really quickly and see if we make it across? Let's only one of us do it, said Jan, who was worried. Okay, said Willem, I'll do it. And so he stepped and wriggled his feet at the same time. But unfortunately, he was heavier than the bird and he began to sink fast. He flung himself onto the edge and managed to crawl out quickly. As they sat there thinking what possibly they could try next, they heard a noise. They turned around. What was that noise? They could just about make out in the moonlight these fluffy balls rolling across the ground. They made a very strange, chattery sort of noise. These fluffy balls weren't small. And when they rolled to the edge of the quicksand, two stocky little arms appeared out the side, followed by two stocky little legs and a long pointy nose. They were saying, pointing at the quicksand and pointing at the rock. Jan and Willem stood stock still. Although these creatures looked funny and kind, you never can tell on first meeting, so they just Stayed quiet and watched. One said. And then it began to rock from side to side with its feet, stamping. One foot, other foot, one foot, other foot, one foot, other foot, one foot, other foot. And for a moment they thought it was doing a little dance. But then it did this whilst walking onto the quicksand. And the quicksand surface wibbled and wobbled and wibbled and wobbled. But those feet did not for one moment sink below the sand. And there it was, dancing from side to side, side to side, crossing the quicksand. And it got to the other side, and it stood on the rock, and it put its hands in the air. It said, and then the other ones copied it. There was four of them in total. They rocked side to side, side to side, side to side, stamping as they went. And again, the surface wibbled and wobbled, and it looked almost like water. But not at all did one single foot sink in below the sand. They played around on the rock, and they picked up pebbles and threw them into the quicksand and watched them sink. And then they tried to see if they could throw pebbles all the way out past the quicksand. It was at this point that one of them threw one of the rocks a little too far, and it hit Willem. Ow! He couldn't help saying. They said, and then they wobble-stomped and rolled off into the night. When they were sure that these little creatures weren't coming back, Jan and Willem dared to talk. What were they? said Willem. I don't know, said Jan, but they were funny. Yes, said Willem, and did you see the funny little dancing thing they did? We should try it. Are you sure? said Jan. Yes, said Willem, there's nothing else we can try, and it seemed to work for them, so why not? And so, like the silly fluffy balls that they had just seen, they started rocking side to side, side to side and doing a funny little dance. And when they looked at each other, well, they made them laugh because they looked a little bit unusual. And then they dared do this just on the edge of the quicksand. And to their astonishment, the surface of the sand moved like water, but their feet, their feet did not sink at all into the sand. They kept going and they kept going. There was a brief moment when Willem stopped and when he stopped, he began to sink. 
so he shook his leg as much as he could and brought it out again and began the stompy little dance so he wouldn't sink. And again, side to side, side to side, side to side, he danced and pranced his whole way across until he reached the rock in the middle. <gasps> I did it! He said, I did it! Close behind him was Jan. I've done it too, he said. I can't believe it. What luck that we saw those fluffy things. And there, right in front of them, was the most magnificent orange crystal. When they looked in it, it was as though they could see moving flames flickering within it, swirling and whirling around. And they stood there, maybe for minutes, maybe for hours. And as the cool wind blew across the desert, it made them shiver and snap out of the moment. Well, said John, this is it. This has absolutely got to be it. They could feel a special sort of energy coming from the crystal, and they knew it was the one. They both bent down to pick it up, but it was stuck in the rock. They pulled and they pulled and they tried to wriggle it, but it was as though it maybe once upon a time some lava had surrounded it and stuck it there. Well, this is no good, said Willem. It's stuck. What are we going to do? They stopped and thought, but there was very little they could come up with. They tried poking at it with their rusty old rods that they had from Jimba, but that didn't do much. After a while, Willem had an idea. I've got it, he said. I know what we can do. What's that, said John. We can go back to the Mora, and we can use our rods to scare them away. And hopefully, if we scare them well enough, we might be able to borrow their pickaxes. Maybe then we could cut through this rock and release the crystal. That's a brilliant idea. Come on, said Jan. And so they did their funny little dance again, side to side, side to side, side to side, even quicker this time, and waddled across the quicksand. Through the night they travelled back, all the way back to the Mora worksite. And there, as usual, the Mora were working with their pickaxes crashing through the rock. To begin with, the boys went in there with their rods and they pointed them at the Mora as though they were swords. And the Mora leapt back and the Mora ran off and the Mora hid. But not one single Mora dropped his pickaxe. We have to change our tactic, said Willem. They're not going to let go of their tools. They're too precious to them. What about if we really surprised them, said Jan. Willem thought this was a good idea, but he didn't know how they were going to do it. And so they decided they were going to hide behind a rock. Their plan was to ambush the Mora, to jump out and surprise them and see if that worked. And so they found a rock and they did, they hid behind it and they waited till everyone was busy working again. And on the count of three, they jumped out. One, two, three. Ah! And again, the Mora fled and the Mora hid and the Mora cowered, but not one of them let go of its pickaxe. Hmm, said Willem. Maybe we need to try something a little more subtle. Maybe, he said. Maybe we need to creep up behind the Mora and just lay our rods on the floor, just behind them. And when they see them out of the corner of their eye, then maybe then it will make them jump and drop their pickaxes. And that's what they did. They found some Mora that were busy, busy working and they crept up behind them. And when they crept up behind them, they just gently placed down their rods behind them and crept away to a nearby rock. And the Mora began to work again and work and work and work and didn't notice anything for quite some time. But suddenly, out of the corner of their eyes, they saw these rusty rods lying on the floor and they leapt 
in fright. They did not expect such a thing to be right behind them, and as they did, their pickaxes fell to the floor, and the Mora ran for cover. Now, whispered Jan, and they ran forward, and they grabbed a pickaxe each, and ran off into the night. Part of them felt a little bit too cheeky for taking the pickaxes, but they knew they'd bring them back, and they knew if the Mora were without their pickaxes for just a short while... All it meant was that the orange land was a little less destroyed. They walked all the way back to the quicksand, and again with pickaxes over their shoulder they did the funny little waddle side to side, side to side, side to side, side to side, until they got there, in the middle, at the rock. They picked up the pickaxes and they clunked and picked and clunked and picked and clunked and picked, and bit by bit the rock surrounding the crystal fell away. Luckily the crystal itself was so strong and so pure that no matter how much they accidentally hit it, it was not going to crack. And just, just when the first light of dawn was beginning to push back the darkness of night, just then did they hear a And there before them they saw the orange crystal was free.